Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome to Amplified, our second episode on the Influential Channel. We're very excited about being on this station, and we have an amazing guest coming up that we'll be bringing on momentarily. Hey, Rosa, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you doing? Wonderful. So Rosa Brecky is my new partner in crime on the Influential Channel, and she is also a marketing genius, so I wanted to give an opportunity for her to share a marketing tip with uh, the audience. Go ahead, Rosa. you have a marketing tip for our audience? Uh, yes. Um, you know, one thing to remember about social media is that it's social. Um, one of the things that businesses can do is thank their customers socially. In other words, any time they have a transaction or a customer visits their location or there's something that happens, um, a, a you know, creating either a picture or a post thanking that customer for their business and then tagging that customer in their business page will show that, you know, that post on that customer's page and everybody likes to see what their friends are doing, what businesses they're going to. So it's a way of, you know, referring basically to your to your friends without doing it. At the same time, you're getting paid by the business for whatever business you just transacted with them. Well, that's a great tip and certainly has to do with gratitude, which I know Tom Beale is a big mm-hmm. fan of that. And then it's also... Uh, acknowledgement, which is very important, as well as praise. So thank you for that. And how was your weekend? Uh, it was great. This year was great. Well, we have a beautiful day today in Maryland. It's nice and rainy. We had a torrential <laughs> rain coming down. So I'm just wondering if a hurricane's coming behind it. And I was actually in uh, Connecticut where it wasn't raining yet, but I was at the Jamaican bobsled winter team fundraiser. And Marie Robinson was the one who was creating that amazing event. She had some Cool people. She had uh, Devin Harris from Cool Running, the movie, as well as Michael mm-hmm. Blair, who's one of the athletes uh, on the bobsled team. And then she had this Jamaican uh, actor, Paul Campbell, who I thought I had recognized. Man, he is larger than life. What a cool person. And then my, oh, uh, my partner that got me up to that event, Aristotle Karras, was the auctioneer who raised money for the event. So I, was, I just had a phenomenal time meeting and rubbing elbows with some really cool people from Jamaica. And we're going to actually make a new card called Keep Smiling Mon because I think it's important <laughs> we customize that card. <laughs> so that. <laughs> without further ado, I want to bring on this exciting, amazing guest who has just come through some amazing adversity. There's so much we're going to learn from him. His name's Tom Beal. Rosa, would you do the honors of reading a bio to our audience? Absolutely. Well, after being born to teenagers and growing up on on and off welfare, going to nine different schools by the eighth grade, and living through four divorces and six marriages as a child between his parents, Tom went on to become a success in numerous endeavors. Uh, Tom has been a national bicycle champion, the number one honor graduate from USMC boot camp in Paris Island, South Carolina. He has three miraculous promotions in four years while in the USMC, wrestled in Quantico at all the, uh, the all-marine wrestling facility. He was number one in five separate sales organizations. 
and assisted in producing tens of millions in sales since 2006 as VP of Marketing for Mike Filsing. He was president of Strategic Profits from 2011 to 2013, working side-by-side with Rick Sheffern, who's known as the guru of gurus, turning struggling opportunity seeker into successful strategic entrepreneurs. Now, motivating and inspiring thousands throughout the world, online and on stages, to step out of their comfort zone and go for their dreams. uh, Toby is a master of rising to the top amidst seemingly unsurmountable adversity and assisting others in doing the same. And here he is, Tom Beal. Wow, Rosa, thank you very much. And, and boy, just hearing that, I'm kind of tired. It reminded me of all the journeys <laughs> that I've been through, but I'm excited to be here. My intention is that uh, at least one listener's life trajectory will never be the same. I'm excited to, to share some value from all those experiences, and uh, I'm going to follow the lead of, of you, Rosa, and Ken on asking some questions that you feel might be uh, great answers for your listeners. Well, now you said you were going to listen during the show too, so this might even change your life. So this is pretty cool. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so my first question is, you know, when are you going to play big? That is a great question. And, and funny enough, that's something that I continually ask myself because I'm the believer uh, in this, that myself, Tony Robbins, you, Ken, you, Rosa, you listening, will never reach our full potential. So even, even people that are at the top, and, and this goes to Bill Gates, this goes to uh, all, all of the, the largest successes that we uh, have seen in our lives, I believe they're nowhere close to reaching their full potential. So I'm continually asking myself, what's next? What can I do that, that I feel is singing my song, that I feel is going to unleash the potential that I have within me that I've yet to, to realize and yet to release? So it's a continual journey, and I'm always asking myself, uh, how can I improve in three separate areas? My health, my relationships, and my finances. And, and I'm a big believer in a quote that uh, is one of my mentors who actually got me on the personal development path in 1990. Uh, Zig Ziglar says, you can have everything in life you want if you help enough others get what they want. So I know in answering that question, when am I going to play big, I, I know I'm not playing at the level I'm capable of because not everybody uh, has heard my message. Not everybody has heard my stories. And not that everybody does need to hear it, but the people that are seeking to get from where they are to where they want to be, I've had great success in helping people expedite that journey. Well, this leads to a tangent that doesn't really go into your background story like I wanted to. But what do you say to people that say to you, I'm too busy, um, I, I can't fit another thing on my plate? That's a very common uh, issue. That's a very, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people are dealing with that because there's a lot of plate spinning. You know, picture like the Johnny Carson show. For those old enough to remember Johnny Carson way back in the day, they had people up there that were spinning plates on these little sticks. And right. in life nowadays, we are all spinning plates. We have our personal life. We have our professional life. We have all the different roles that we play in each of those areas. And it feels like literally we're up there spinning all these plates. What I could say is when you sit down and really clearly discern what's truly important to you, you'll find out that you're, you're spinning a lot of plates, putting a lot of time, energy, and effort into things that on the great scheme, the grand scale, are probably not very important, if important at all. And it comes down to asking yourself, what is important to me? You can breathe a sigh of relief because that's going to give you more time to focus on the things that are important. And you'll be able to discern, like, these tasks are 
not important to me anymore. And, and that can be people, uh, tasks, uh, a whole bunch of different things that, that will free you up. So we all have 24 hours in the same day. Bill Gates has the same t- amount of time. You have the same amount of time. I have the same amount of time. It's how we choose to invest that time. And I said invest on purpose because it's not, it's not using time. It's investing the time. And, and if you think of it, mm-hmm. a, a lot of people think of investment as, as money. Money is one asset, but time is our most precious asset. How you choose to invest that time will determine where you'll be a week from now, a month from now, a year from now, five years from now, ten years from now. And we'll get into some, some uh, clarifying questions that you can ask that can help you uh, really make huge progress personally and professionally in a very short amount of time. Well, we're digging in right away, Tom, so I'm going to ask kind of a wacky question that's, uh, I guess, a correlation hypothesis. So would you say that there is a, a, the same type of percentage of how much potential we have and how much we're achieving to how much plate spinning we're actually doing versus how much plate spinning we should be doing? Okay, so the quickest answer that popped in my mind to this is a statement that when I first tell my successful clients, they have a hard time understanding it. But, but there comes a point when they implement and they, they learn the, the, the reality that less is more. So right. mm-hmm. write that down if you're listening. Less is more. When you are focused on the important activities and you're clear on what those are, you're actually working less and achieving more. There will come a time when your income will double and your time that you're actually putting into that, that business is about half of what it used to be. You know, right. it's, it's just, it's a, it's a weird uh, dynamic that occurs when you take control of what's yours to control, life becomes simpler. Stress, you know, kind of alleviates, you know, your overwhelm goes away. You feel now like the gymnast. And here's, here's a great example. The gymnast, you know, picture the Olympics and we watch this gymnast go out there and do their routine and, and it just, the jaws drop because this is amazing. And you see it, maybe it's a minute, maybe it's two minutes of this amazing uh, feats that are being uh, taking place right in front of our eyes. Right. And it's a miracle. Like it, 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 but that, what we see is not the, the 10 plus years, the 20 plus years of early morning to late night of the pain, the dedication, the commitment. And they've practiced that routine so many times. It's automatic. They just do it because that's ingrained into them. And to them, mm-hmm. it's no big deal. They just step up their game and give their best performance, but it's something they've done in their mind and on the floor over and over and over again. For others, it's, it's holy cow, look what they're doing. But for them, of course they're going to do that. That's, that's what the practice, the preparation led up to that. Similarly, you in business and you in life, when you prepare yourself properly, you're going to put those hours in uh, that no one really sees to produce the miracle that they see. But... Uh, you have to be willing to step up and do the work. Work, and the work is on yourself. You know, success is attracted to the people who, A, are clear on what they want, and B, are willing to do whatever it takes for as long as it takes to turn that into a reality. And that 80-20, 90-10, 1 rule sort of applies here, and that was what I was asking. Uh, if you're focused on what would give you the highest impact for your time, you're saying that that's the working smarter, that's the less is more, so that you're actually getting that, that return on that effort and time right. and investment. Okay. Yeah. So I want to give a little acknowledgement because I wouldn't know you if it wasn't for uh, Captain Lou and Mike Fulsame creating the Marketers mm-hmm. Cruise and 
you know, it's it's about repetition and and uh, frequency hits. Because the first year I met you, I wouldn't necessarily say we had a lot of time to, to talk, and I certainly hadn't been validated as a person that was part of the the cruise until you really come back your second time, third time, etc. So, I I really connected mostly. I connected the most this last particular cruise, and I wanted to just say you're you're just such an amazing energy, and you really took the the lead by helping MC. But everyone loves you on that cruise. How, when did you start working with uh, the cruise, and, and what is your secret to actually connecting on a networking cruise like that? Well, the funny part is I was a co-founder. I, Mike and Captain Lou and I were the initial co-founders of the Marker's Cruise. So I'm a uh, still standing co-founder of the cruise. So that was one of the, the things that uh, we did. Uh, Mike and I had a coaching program way back in the day, 06 to 07, that we wanted to come to a close and we threw a, a cruise together that was our going away for our clients and that evolved into the marketers cruise. Um, so that's part A. Part B is how have I become someone who's so well connected and how, how do I have that energy? Well, that circles back to that gymnast uh, and all the work. Like what people don't see are, you know, going back almost 20 years now, me par- participating in a Dale Carnegie tra- uh, training that got me into how to win friends and influence people, got me into the book, how to stop worrying and start living and had me in a 14 week training course where I was able to learn how to improve my sales skills. Cause at the time I was in corporate America selling copiers uh, to companies. And I thought this could help me grow my uh, results. And it's one of the investments that I made with my time that helped me understand, you know, how to interact with people in a manner that fulfills what you learn in the book, how to win friends and influence people. Uh, so that was a- aspect number one. Then I also was led to uh, an organization called BNI, Business Network International, and plugged into that and became uh, a president of my chapter and all these other uh, you know things. I really mm-hmm. got into it and made great connections there. And from there, went to Toastmasters. And in Toastmasters, learned how to be a better speaker, a better presenter, and also, once again, became the president of my chapter, et cetera. When I go into things, I pretty much go all in. And not only that, but the investment of hundreds of hours of reading books that I thought would be beneficial to, for me to understand people. Uh, you know, this, it's, 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 it's an inter- interconnected world. And when you're able to communicate with people at, at a higher level, it opens up many other doors. And then I also invested uh, numerous uh, hundreds of hours, if not thousands of hours, of listening to things just like this, listening to audio interviews, listening to, uh, pod, you know, back then they weren't podcasts, they were teleseminars, uh, et cetera. Uh, and, and nowadays you have webinars and all those fun things as well. And then also I invested time into attending live events. And those live events changed my life. And me investing all that time into all those other activities allowed me to not be a fly on the wall, allowed me to go interact, allowed me to go up and meet people and add value. And in doing so, some great relationships have formed over the years that uh, have absolutely transformed uh, my life and turned my life into something that wouldn't have even dreamed possible all those years ago. Well, since you are well-read, and I typically ask a question like this in the rapid fire at the end, like, what's your favorite book? I will just broaden that and just say, if you could name for our audience some books that will change their life and for those of them are planning to take your advice and go to live events, 
if you'll, mm-hmm. first of all, just say maybe anywhere from three to 10 books, but then if you'll just talk about the marketers cruise and when mm-hmm. that's happening and why they want to attend there and then any other events you think would be pertinent, we'll just give you a couple minutes to really uh, download what would help our audience. Okay, sure. So uh, for me, the book question is, is so amazing. I love books. I, I have one of my book cases right in front of me, but uh, one book that I haven't heard many people recommend, but uh, this was a real game changer for me. It's called Money and the Law of Attraction, Learning to Attract Wealth, Health, and Happiness by Esther and Jerry Hicks. Money and the Law of Attraction. That, I think, is a real eye-opener, uh, and it definitely was for me, and it is for a lot of the people that I recommend it to. Um, boy, there, there's so many other books. I mean, it really boils down to like who the audience is and what they feel uh, is, is a weak point. Another one that I, I pull off here is is called uh, is from Wallace Waddles and the Science of Getting Rich. That's amazing. Uh, Og Mandino is incredible. Uh, yep. The Greatest Salesman in the World. That's a fantastic one. And then there's another one that's kind of the the, the pre uh, Napoleon Hill, like this was a person that was writing books that, that Napoleon Hill studied that led to Think and Grow Rich, which is another great book, but it's called The Master Key System by Charles Hannell. So those are a few books. Um, as far as the marketers cruise, that is probably out of all the events that uh, are going on, uh, especially in the marketing world, this event really attracts the high caliber achievers, the high caliber markers from around the globe. And, and if you haven't been on a marketer's cruise yet, A, it's a great vacation. B, it's with tremendously helpful people who are doing uh, ridiculously amazing results. And it's a way to catapult your network. When, when you grow your network, watch how your net worth uh, tends to grow quite uh, in tune with you growing your network. Yeah, I was blown away when I saw in the the itinerary and invitations in the group, hey, if you want to uh, get into a seven-figure, eight-figure circle, of course, you had to be qualified. But the point is, these are that type of players that are on that ship that are you can rub elbows with, you can have breakfast with, and there's certainly lots of opportunities in the open networking to meet these people. So let's mm-hmm. talk about a couple other events. I know you have some events you've just done. You have a, a couple that you're heading to. Let's, let's mm-hmm. talk about those big players that are at the events coming up. Sure. There's an event happening here in Florida. I'm, I'm speaking with you here uh, in South Florida, and this event is happening in Orlando in the end of this month, so 27th through 29th of October. And it's got uh, it's, it's marketing funnel automation. It's got Todd Brown, who's the founder of Marketing Funnel Automation. It's got Clayton Makepeace, one of the highest paid copywriters uh, in direct marketing. It's got Brian Kurtz, who's uh, the former vice president of Boardroom Inc which is an incredible publishing uh, company there. Uh, it's got two of my uh, uh, business partners, Rich Sheffern and Mike Filsame will be there. So Rich is the guru behind the gurus in the marketing world. Mike Filsame, uh, co-founder of Marketers Cruise, and Mike and I did so many things together when we worked uh, from 06 to, to 2011 together. We're kind of like the, the grandfathers of internet marketing almost. Uh, a lot mm-hmm. of things that we put in place now are finally being implemented by the mass public. Uh, Molly mm-hmm. Pittman, who is digital marketer, uh, Ryan Dice's company, her, uh, the vice president there. It's got Ryan Levesque. Um, he's an uh, incredible marketer uh, and got one of the best-selling uh, books called The Ask Method. Uh, John Benson, uh, the actual creator of the video sales letter, and he, he's a tremendous uh, marketer. 
and Dave D, who was the former marketing director for GKIC, uh, Dan Kennedy's company. So it's a he- it's a heavy uh, loaded event, and I'll be I'll be there on stage as well. Uh, Todd's a good friend of mine. He actually uh, asked me uh, if I would be uh, the MC there, so I'm going to be there on stage with all these people, sharing some uh, great wisdom in between uh, all the speakers. But that's happening at the end of this month, and that's going to be. Uh, for marketers, a trajectory-modifying event, to say the least. Well, unfortunately, I can't be in two places at the same time. I'll be at Digital Footprint Conference, which talks about some amazing ways to leave a digital footprint. But maybe Rosa can go to that event and mm-hmm. connect and have her life change because what you just described is a life-changing event. Anyone who attends mm-hmm. there and just who you meet there would change your life. Mm-hmm. But then if you just actually apply mm-hmm. a couple of the nuggets that you get from actually listening to this um, amazing amount of knowledge that's going to be shared, again, yeah. life change, right? Yeah. The people in the audience are going to be incredible as well. That That's the other great thing. Similar to the marketers crews, you know, right. yes, there's, there's, there's great people there. Uh, and there'll be some pr- great presentations that you'll see, but just in the crowd is going to be tremendous. And that's, that's actually how Mike Philsame and I met. Uh, it was in January of 2005, I went to a, a, a marketing event, and that's the first time he and I met. And then in March of 2005, we met again at an event that was happening in Texas. And, uh, it, and we, we met, and we went out to the Alamo, and we went out to the Riverwalk, uh, and we became friends. And then in that friendship, I had some cool things going on. I was the, uh, working with a, an NFL Hall of Fame quarterback. Uh, on a on a cool project, and that was Dave Mike Kelly? had, yeah, Jim Kelly, yep, and uh, and Mike had uh, uh, some great online success occurring, and so we became friends and helped each other throughout the end of 2005, and then we teamed up in early 2006. So it was like, hey, why don't we just work together? And that decision led to multiple tens of millions of dollars uh, that we produced over the next few years, and that came from positively impacting with our products and our services and our live events. Thousands and thousands, you know, of, of amazing uh, results that were able to be passed along to our clients and our students. So attending well, live events is key. Totally, and I wouldn't know you if it wasn't for live events, and certainly yep. attending them frequently. So I wanted to uh, just kind of stage this the rest of this segment. So we have not mm-hmm. had an opportunity to really talk about your story, and mm-hmm. uh, obviously the impact uh, that Rose was sharing about the amount of moves you had, nine different schools by the eighth, eighth, eighth grade. And I was doing the math. Uh, you said teenage parents, four divorces, six marriages. How does that math work there? <laughs> the math is good. Okay, so my parents were married and divorced twice to each okay. other. So they got married when they were 17 and 19, they got divorced, then they got married again, then they got divorced again to themselves. So automatically, uh, that's two marriages and two divorces between the two of them. And then they each went on to get married again, uh, to my, my dad married my stepmother and my mom married my stepfather. And then both of those turned into divorces. And then my, my mom went on. Oh, and then they both went on to get married again. Uh, so my second stepmother and my second stepfather. And then, um, so I don't even know if the math is that is, is what is that? Well, it, it just scared me, Tom. It scared me. I was yeah. running calculators. I was doing all kinds of algorithms. <laughs> I could not figure out the four and six deal, but this helps a lot. Yep. So I want to ask you a question. I think the audience is probably begging me to ask. It's mm-hmm. that if you have a normal childhood and you have parents that don't get divorced, how can you force your parents to get divorced and marry that many times so that you can lead a <laughs> life like yours? Yes, exactly. 
Well, you know, and, and it, it, it's funny to look back on, but in my childhood, you know, wasn't all rosy. You know, being born to teenagers and having all those divorces and, and relocation and all this. But looking back, it was such a blessing in disguise. It had a lot of tears. It had a lot of lessons when I was growing up. And it was like, can I just stay in the school? Like, we're moving again. Like, can I just stay? Like, so it was a lot of pain growing up. But looking back, it molded me into who I am today because... Here's, here's a couple of cool things that, that it allowed me to do. I was implanted into so many different families. So instead of growing up with one family and, you know, that people are the way they are and they think the way they think and they act the way they act, I was put into so many different families that one, one occurrence could occur and I would see how one family handled it and I would see how another family handled it and I would, I would be able to, in my mind as a child, say, I'd like to be more like this person and I'd like to be less like that person. So it was interesting to be, you know, kind of uh, growing up with so many different families, uh, it, it molded me in, in, in ways I probably wouldn't wish on anybody, but I'm thankful for all the trials and tribulations that uh, that childhood uh, gave me. Yeah, there's, I mean, Malcolm Gladwell talks about uh, just having dyslexia. They would never wish it on their, their children, but the proportion mm-hmm. of dyslexic CEOs, people running the world, is mm-hmm. outrageously higher than non-dyslexics, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's because they had to overcome challenges. They they thought outside the box because they had to survive, and then just the mm-hmm. toughening process. So, if you are in so many different environments that you have to overcome adversity, it not only toughens mm-hmm. you, but it also creates you as a survivor and someone that can thrive. Would you agree with yeah. that? Absolutely, and and it goes into that uh, uh, surviving and thriving in all those different schools. So always being the new kid, and always having to meet people. And I was, I was uh, one of the people that could be friends with pretty much everybody. I could be friends with the jocks. I could be friends with uh, the, the skaters. I could be friends with the, you know, I fit into all the different groups because going to all those different schools uh, at a young age, uh, by the time I remembered people in my class's name, we were moving. So that allowed me to, when I got to a new school, I, I had to meet new friends and I had to put myself out there and it was, it was overcoming fear and stepping up. So, um, if you're listening to this and you have had adversity, kind of like Malcolm Gladwell said, and what you pointed out, Ken, and what you're hearing with me, you know, that's kind of a, a feather in your cap. You are unshakable. It builds you in to be resilient. It builds you in to be able to weather the storms when everyone else is flipping out over something small and small in quotes, air quotes, um, your comms, cool and collected because it's no big deal. You've seen much worse. And, you know, if you're listening to this and you've had a lot of adversity, that's, that's an advantage that you have because you, you'll you now have that resiliency necessary to take yourself uh, from where you are to where you want to be and, and won't let winds of storms push you off. You'll be able to weather them and continue forging forward. So the, uh, the higher the increase of... Uh, experiences that are putting you out of your comfort zone, the more you are not stressed out by being outside of your comfort zone and the more you actually thrive in a, uh, in a situation where you are out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I, th- yeah, there's a, there's a statement I learned in the Marine Corps. Uh, now in boot camp, in the United States Marine Corps boot camp in Paris Island, you know, that definitely was outside my comfort zone. I felt like that, that movie a long time ago where that, uh, that woman signed up for the Army and she got there. She's like, I don't think this is the one I signed up for. Benjamin, Private Benjamin? Like, <laughs> yes, that's it, Private Benjamin. That's right. I got there. I'm like, wait a minute. This isn't all, this isn't what I thought at all. This is crazy. 
Now, I got there, and fortunately, from my childhood and all that adversity and from being a wrestler, I think my wrestling as a child helped me the most in Marine Corps boot camp, but I just figured out, like, holy cow, I can't get out of here, and I might as well make the most of it um, and, and give it my all. But while there, they taught us combat, and they taught us this one lesson. If someone pulls a knife on you, the first thing you have to is expect to get cut. So write that down, expect to get cut. Now, I don't want any of us to have a knife pulled on us, but in business, what we do have is continual change. We have continual chaos. We have continual plans not going to plan. So I don't expect to get cut, per se, by a knife, but I do expect challenges. And then I, I always, always default to, fortunately, I'm good at handling challenges. Fortunately, I'm a good problem solver. And in business, if we really step back at the 30,000-foot view and look at it, the bigger problems you're able to solve, the bigger your results will be, the bigger your impact will be, the bigger the amount of, of people you'll be able to positively affect will be. And so just know that business is always going to have uh, changes. It's always going to have chaos. It's always going to have what people would call problems. But fortunately, you're a kick-butt problem solver, and you'll handle it. And recognize that the larger problems you're able to handle, the larger your income and results will be. Well, first of all, Tom, amazing first segment. Secondly, please don't encourage people to pull out a knife because Rosa is in this uh, studio with me. She just pulled a knife on me, and I don't want to get cut during this interview. So, Rosa, first of all, this is not the time to see if Tom Beal is giving great advice. Let's put the knife away. Let's be calm. And, Tom, uh, tell people how they can follow you, how they can connect with you. If you, just, you go to Google and you just type my name in, you'll find all more than you ever could ask for, just T-O-M-E-E-A-L. And then if you go to TomBeal.com, you'll find more about me there as well. And TomBealTV.com. And we'll talk about that yep. when we get back from break. And for those of you who have comments, questions for Tom Beal, you can go to Amplified Business Page, Amplified Radio Business Page on Facebook, and write any comments you have, and we will get them on the show or we'll answer them after the, after the show. So we'll be back in a couple minutes. Thank you for tuning in. sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Life is complicated and sometimes we all need a little help but don't have the time for a full hour long session or don't know who to turn to. That's where BetterHelp comes into play. With BetterHelp, I can get matched with one of over 2,500 licensed and approved counselors and therapists and get help anytime, anywhere, totally private. For a flat weekly fee starting at $35, I can connect with my counselor via text, chat, video conference, or phone, which is great for me because I'm always on the go. And I can go back to previous sessions whenever I want through my secure account from anywhere in the world. It's a great feeling to know that help is there, affordable, private, and convenient to my schedule. We all can use a little help. Help. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash VA Health and register for free. You can try it for seven days without being charged on your credit card and get matched with a licensed counselor usually within 24 hours. Get BetterHelp today at BetterHelp.com forward slash VA Health. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. 
You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Wow, what a great first segment. Never had a segment actually encourage a knife fight during the break. So uh, I, did, I did make it out of the knife fight. Tom, uh, in the, for this segment, no more violent suggestions, please. I'd appreciate that. I'll do my best. So when I was Googling you, uh, first of all, amazing accolades, uh, amazing accomplishments, and you really inspire so many people uh, that obviously work with you. So I think a, a question that I was going to ask you later, but it really is the, the ultimate question, is how do people get from where they are now to where they really want to be? And that's a great question, and, and a question that people should be asking themselves. Like, look, I am here, good, bad, and different. Where do I want to go? So it begins with answering the first question question I, I like to ask my clients, like, if everything were perfect, if I were to hand you Aladdin's lamp and the genie came out and said, your wish is my command, what would you wish for? Like, it, and so I, I break it down to this question. What is your desired outcome? It follows in line with this quote that I heard uh, from a friend a couple weeks ago. Lack of clarity is the root of all failure. Lack of clarity is the root of all failure. So most people who are just kind of wandering around or feeling overwhelmed aren't super clear on the answer to what is my desired outcome. So first Mm -hmm. get clear on that. And when you're clear on that, this can be, by the way, for your health, this can be for a key relationship, and this can be for your financial situation and or your business. What is my desired outcome? And that leads to you picking out what that goal is. And when you set that, that goal, like, okay, within the next 12 weeks, I would like to accomplish this. Now you have this as the, 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 the post to be aiming for. And then you have to work backwards and build the plan to make that occur. So I, I recommend highly, if you're listening to this, ask yourself, what is my desired outcome? And pick a date, generally three months in advance, 12 weeks in advance, that by this time, I want that to be a reality. Then it boils down to building the plan. And I came up with a five-step process that I call the success magnet system. And normally it's an hour-long presentation. I'll break it into about five minutes. <laughs> cool. So first, you got to have that vision. Like that vision is the answer to what's my desired outcome. I want that. Then you got to go to step number two, belief. You got to believe that it's possible. You got to believe that if others have done it, you can probably do it too. You got to believe in the law of cause and effect. You got to believe in yourself. You got to believe in your product, your service, your company. And that belief is so true that there's a great quote that says, whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. That's from Henry Ford. So you have to believe that it is possible for you and you are deserving and you are worthy of it. Then you go to the third step, identify and align. Identify people who have gone down that path and align yourself with them. You being on this radio show and listening to this is an example of that. Find the people that have gone down that road, align yourself with them the best of your ability, and they'll point you 
down that direction. Okay, oh, you want that? Well, here's the best way to get there from where you are. That's great. Then the fourth step, commitment to action. We've got to really commit to doing the work that's necessary to get us from where we are to where we want to go. The reality is most of us already know what that is. We just have that gap between knowing and doing. You've got to bridge that gap and commit to taking action. And the fifth step, I call the secret step, is have fun. This journey, this life is brief. Don't be the person that says, oh, once I get the house, once I get the cars, then I'll be happy. No, no. Be happy now on the journey. Enjoy it. It's, it's life. You know, I live my life by three premises. Everything I do brings me joy, adventure, and passion. Or else I don't do it. Joy, adventure, passion drive me. I make this journey count. And I had a near-death experience. Maybe we'll get into something like that, but that's, that's you know, I, I was walking towards the bright white light and chose to came back. This is my second chance. I'm stepping up. I'm going for it. I hope I can pass along some words here that inspire you to step up and go for it. I know you're capable of more. So follow those five steps and get from where you are to where you want it to be in the quickest amount of time possible. And what was the, briefly, what was the near-death experience? And then if you could just segue that into how you created the life you have right now. Uh, okay, so September 11th, 1998, I was in a car accident, and I was laying in the field. I'd rolled four times. I was ejected from the sunroof, and I tried to stand up. I couldn't stand up. I fell back down, and I'm laying there, and time just went by, and no one showed up. And I'm, I'm laying there. I had severe head trauma, and I had some nerve damage. Next thing you know, I see, I'm about 20 feet in the air, and I see someone laying in a field. And I'm, I was confused, like, what's this? And I focused in, like, and I could see that it was me laying in the field. As soon as I saw it was me laying in the field, I was pulled up, and I'm now surrounded by all this bright white light. And I'm standing there confused, wondering what's going on. And something or someone came up and put their arm around me, and the confusion went away, and I just knew everything was all right. But at the same time, my whole life started to flash in front of me. I saw my sisters crying. I saw my family crying. And, and, and it was saddening to see them in such pain for me being gone. And we turned 180 degrees, even though it was all bright white light everywhere, when we turned 180 degrees, I'm now staring at this huge doors that are open and this bright white light coming from it. We start walking towards the doors. Halfway there, I said, stop. This isn't how it's supposed to end. I know you had more for me to accomplish. Send me back. I woke up. I had been helicopter lifted from that spot. I had a, resp- or a uh, ventilator breathe- down my throat breathing for me, a respirator, whatever that's called breathing for me while I'm in intensive care and I had to learn to walk and talk again. So wow. I treat, I, yeah, I, I treat life like as a gift. Like I stay in the present moment. I stay in the flow. Like the present is a gift. You know, you give a present for a birthday, but we, we have to honor the present. And when we do so, we can enjoy this journey. And in this journey, especially since that event, what did you create? And, you know, I know Wanda is extremely important to you. Talk about who's, who's important and how you live for them. Well, I, I had not created my children at that point. So, you know, I've already fulfilled. I know there was more for me to accomplish. Send me back. Uh, I have two amazing kids now you know, that came after that. So uh, my son, who was born on 222-2002, uh, he's uh, 15 years old now. And my daughter was born in 2005. And she's 12. So those were two creations that have been fantastic. But since then, I've been able to uh, step up and speak around the globe in front of tens of thousands of individuals sharing my success management system and other 
uh, strategies I've learned to help them get from where they are to where they want to go in the most quick, efficient, effective manner and have, have literally have so many testimonials. I stopped collecting them uh, years ago. And people just come up like, hey, you inspired me. I went out and took action. I built a business that's over $5 million now. And it just happens so frequently. So lives have been positively impacted for me stepping up and sharing some of these stories and lessons that I've learned. And uh, that's my gift. My goal is to continue to do that so that I make the most of this brief journey. What are you most proud of right now? What am I most proud of now? The fact that um, I have not settled into comfortability. I have stepped out of my comfort zone continually. Because comfort zones are called comfort zones because they're comfortable. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and it's it's comfortable. Like, fortunately, I've built enough uh, results to where I could stay quiet and I could lead a great life. However, I want to sing from the mountaintops the stories, the lessons that I've learned to help others not have such a rigorous journey and, and not, there's really no shortcut, but there are lessons and there are strategies. And, and you know, and honestly, at Sherpa, walking you up the mountain can say, hey, stay away from that path, go down this path, and this one will make it, will make it there much more safely, much more quickly, much more efficiently. So just being able to be that Sherpa uh, is, is one of the things I'm super proud of. Well, I, I noticed you said your son's birthday, and it happened to resonate with a Google search I did for how many videos you have. Not 200 plus, not 220 plus, but 222 plus videos. So I'm thinking, did you do that intentionally? Absolutely. And, and I actually bought a car, like my dream car, uh, years ago. Mike Silsame and I were sitting in the office. We've had some success. He's like, hey, what's your dream car? And I said, uh, man, I, uh, he, you know, he's like, what is it, a Lamborghini or Ferrari? I said, no, actually, when I was growing up, uh, an Acura NSX was my dream car. He's like, so when are you getting one? I had never asked myself that. So by the end of that evening, I had bought one on, on eBay, and wow. the mileage on it was 22,222 miles. I no just knew that was the car. I was like, this is the car. <laughs> so with my son being born, 222-2002, I have a birthday on the 22nd. Uh, yes, I put 222-plus videos because uh, the twos are quite important in my life. So you have like 22,000 videos still to go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, I'm game for that. What's your son's name? What's your son's name? Uh, my grandpa's name was Harley, and my son's name is Harley. And your daughter's first name? Uh, Ariana. And I just asked because I want them to be able to hear that their dad said their names are in a national radio show, yes. and I know you're very yes. proud of being a father to them. So oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know where you amazing. live in life, that that's probably a, a role you take very seriously. So I, I, I a comedy, I appreciate that. Yep. So let's go back to those 222 videos. Uh, not necessarily the quantity, but the quality. So what caused you to get into the TV.com with your videos? Um, years ago, Rich and I, Rich Shepard and I, just recognized the power of videos. And so, you know, and, and Michael Sam and I did it years prior as well, but... I just knew that was the way to go. So we did a test years ago of how many days in a row could we record a video. And this was, this was going way back. So we would record videos uh, on a daily basis for, for months at a time. Hmm. And it was interesting to do. It was kind of an interesting challenge, stepping out of the comfort zone and about, you know, how can I share some value in a brief segment? And it also uh, got a lot of feedback. People loved it, and comments came in, and lives were being impacted. So that drove me to uh, embrace it. 
and go through spurts of creating massive amounts of videos that I thought would be helpful to people that were going to view them. Well, circling back to how do I get where I want to be, what is a a link, a a site, uh, an offer that you might have that people could check out that would connect them to you but also really change their life and give them a taste that this stuff is real? Sure. I did a project with the authors of the New York Times bestselling book, The 12-Week Year, uh, Get More Done in 12 Weeks Than Others Do in 12 Months. And we titled the project 12 Week Mastery. So 12weekmastery.com will get you some great information, some great videos that uh, go into depth on how to take your life from where it is to where you want it to be. And I actually, uh, because of you, I ordered the copy by Brian Moran and Michael Leningston. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm very excited about reading that book. And talk about what that actually means. What does it mean to take a 12-week year? Uh, a 12-week year? It's all about periodization. Periodization uh, is without a deadline, without a date. It, rarely do people build up the initiative to do the things that are most important to them. So what it does is take away the calendar year, and now you deal in 12-week segments. So you treat it like a year. And if you think about a calendar year, you know, from January to December 31st, um, a lot of companies, you know, that's, that's a long stretch. They have a goal for the annual uh, results. But they break it down into quarters, but it's still a quarter of the annual year, the whole. So right. this way, it sets some, uh, some prioritization, some urgency that you go through the process that I described, and you get clear on what is the most important thing for me to accomplish in these upcoming 12 weeks. So you do that on a, on a regular basis, not four times a year, but three times, because in between each 12-week year, you take a week to plan the next 12-week year. But you are super clear and intentionally setting a stake in the ground, like in these upcoming weeks, this is going to be a reality. And similar to like in university or college of having a term paper due, you know, you got it done. And, and, and many times if you're like me, you got it done in 24 to 48 hours prior to it being due. So this right. shortens the, the annual year to 12 weeks. And when you really get clear on it, you get better each time you do it. Like, in 12 weeks, this is going to be a reality. And now that, that just backs, you reverse engineer it, you take the actions on a daily and weekly basis that turn that into a reality. You literally become uh, the creator of the results. And, and it, it's, it's just super amazing uh, to see the clients that have already had success but totally amplify those results and, and truly get more done in 12 weeks than most do in 12 months. Well, thank you for using the word amplify, by the way. Um, I, I, I would imagine that you get 300 to 400% on the low side more results done in a year. Would that be pretty accurate? 300 to 400% what? More results in a year's time using this methodology? Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's unbelievable. And it, re- it really boils down to just doing what needs to be done. And it really also boils down to what we talked about of not spinning so many plates you're now super clear on what your objective is for this upcoming uh, 12 weeks. And you've made a commitment. This is going to be done. And there's accountability. You have, it also integrates uh, accountability with yourself and with an accountability partner so that you're, you're actually doing what you know you're capable of doing. And, and, and that's the big lesson. Like, I, it took me a long time to get this. I already know what to do. It's just up to me to choose to do it and put in place systems that make me accomplish what I feel is important for me to accomplish. And it, it's, it's life-changing for people who implement this. 
Well, it's really cool to hear kind of what I was doing, not knowing what to call it, because every year there's obviously the marketer's cruise. And I mm-hmm. was determined that each time I went to the marketer's cruise, I had one, a new book, and I had a new mm-hmm. message because if I'm going to be on stage, I can't use the same mm-hmm. message if 200 people repeat the, uh, mm-hmm. the trip. They don't want to hear the mm-hmm. same stuff as last year. So, uh, And I picked four events a year. Well, actually, I'm sorry, three events a year where mm-hmm. I could not come to that event with, an, with the same message. So it caused me to start writing books more often. And I know that you have a book that's related to uh, kind of a life tragedy and also some programs that are available on Amazon. Would you, uh, would you share with the audience how they can check that out? Sure. If you go to Amazon and type in my name, uh, Tom Beal, T-O-M-B-E-A-L, you're going to find a book called I'm Going to Fight This Cancer. Uh, and it was the last weekend I spent with my dad um, and actually shared an email uh, you know, with, with my mastermind, which is a lot of big names. The mastermind had people like Ryan Dice, Jeff Walker, Frank Kern, Andy Jenkins, Mike Kilsane, Yannick Silver, Brendan Burchard, etc. And I shared this email saying, hey, please pray for my dad. We're going in to get some tests done. And then the tests, uh, it, it just shows how we went in there not knowing that that would be his last weekend. And it was. Mm-hmm. So that was a personal email that I was sent out to our, our internal mastermind that then became this book. And for people that have read it, it's a real eye-opener because this journey is brief and all of us have lost family members, et cetera. I lost my, my mom at 52 years old to cancer and I lost my dad at 56 years old to cancer. So that's the book that is there on Amazon. What, what prompted the book to happen? I know the, the, the actual experience uh, was, mm-hmm. was moving enough, but did, did someone in the mastermind say write the book? Um, no, it, it kind of just evolved to where I, I shared that email with people beyond uh, the mastermind, and they said, wow, okay. like in tears in their eyes, like this is something that could really help people going through some tough times. So they, okay. you know, they inspired me to just put it out there and uh, thankful that they did. And you have a couple programs that uh, allow people to actually, that question about where they want to go can actually be yeah. in place. So what are those programs? I have my success magnet system, which I gave briefly uh, in today's call, and then I also have the Trinity Success Method, where to alleviate overwhelm, to alleviate stress, uh, and, and, and uh, feeling spinning too many plates, the Trinity Success Method helps people get clear on their health, their relationships, and their finances. Okay, and then I wanted to, I, I know that I saw some pictures of you with uh, Dan Kennedy and uh, Russell Brunson, and I was just yep. curious, uh, what was it like meeting Dan Kennedy and talk about your relationship with him? Well, Dan, you know, everyone pitches him as just a mean old grumpy man, you know, and I've studied <laughs> his work for years prior to meeting him, so I was kind of intimidated meeting him, but uh, there's a couple pictures of me with him, him and Dan is actually smiling. So everyone's <laughs> like, wow, you must have really hit it off with Dan. He's, he's smiling in that picture, but he's a nice guy. He just built up a tremendously successful business and built up that persona of, you know, don't reach out unless you're a, a high-level client and uh, et cetera. But meeting him in person, he is absolutely brilliant, and he's got a huge heart, and he loves transforming people's businesses because uh, he, he knows it's, it's providing value to the world. Well, I, I met him in the 90s at one of those power conferences, and I have to say he was, <laughs> he was the outlier of how you do a presentation yeah. and how you put together a binder. I mean, the binder was looked very collegiate, and <laughs> but yep. he's he an amazing dude. And he, man, yeah. he had a rush to the back of the stage because what he was saying made so much sense. It, it showed right. so much value he was going to provide. 
and he is the artist at, at the close and also just the whole technology of internet marketing. Amazing guy. He, he is absolutely brilliant. Very thankful for Dan. And what would you say the distinction is between Russell and Dan besides age and maybe how they look? <laughs> oh, man. Russell is prolific. Russell just keeps on going. I met him, I, I met him before he did his first uh, stage presentation in 2005, and we've been friends since. And little known fact, he and I actually wrestled. And uh, even littler known fact is I actually beat him, um, hmm. which is controversial. So now, you know, the rematch is set for some time. <laughs> and this is back in 06, I believe, we wrestled. So the rematch is set for sometime in 2018. We're going to pick a date and have a rematch. But it was in a hotel room, so it really didn't count. Uh, we're going <laughs> to actually do it in his facility now. But Russell is absolutely prolific. Nothing stops this guy. He continually is moving forward and continually putting out value. And since I met him in 2005, that's been his MO. He is literally, like one of my other good friends and mentors, uh, Michael Masterson, has a book called Ready, Fire, Aim. And that is the epitome of Russell's mantra. Like in his office, he's got that huge title emblazoned uh, in his office to remind him and his staff, it's a Ready, Fire, Aim world. So don't wait till it's perfect. Ready, fire, aim, and, and get it out there at the good enough level and improve it from there. And Russell is absolutely prolific, absolutely brilliant, and uh, he's making a big difference. So there's huge differences between him and Dan. And uh, Russell did provide value to Dan's new letter for years, years ago. And uh, Russell just uh, uh, is a nice guy, too. Like, it, it, not saying Dan's not, but Russell's very interactive. So... They're great people. All right, Tom. Well, we are in wrap-up mode here, so can you just share one more time how people can follow you on uh, Facebook or social, whatever you'd like? Yeah, uh, on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Tom Beal, T-O-M-B-E-A-L, or go to TomBeal.com. Those are the best places. Awesome. So, Rosa, can you just share real quickly who our guests will be next week and what they're going to be talking about? Uh, next week, our guest is going to be Larry Wingate. He is a New York Times bestselling author, social commentator, and TV personality. He's actually known as the pit bull of personal development, so it should be a great show. Well, I, I certainly am excited about that show. So, Tom, thank you so much for spending an hour with us and sharing just a, not just a wealth of knowledge, but also just being so vulnerable and, and sharing your life experiences and how much you value life. Uh, I hope to help you as much as you've helped me, and I look forward to seeing you on the Marketers Cruise next time. You've been amplified, and you are a delight. God bless you, bro. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.